95. This is Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to the second hour of Life Beats, the home edition here on Pulse 95. Now, some of us have had a couple of weeks in lockdown now and we might be starting to look at our partner in a whole different way where things that you'd never noticed before start to irritate you and you're in each other's face so much you no longer miss them but are looking for ways to get away from them. Throw kids, unstable work and routines turned on their head into the mix and you've got the perfect storm. Today on the monthly Relationship Masterclass with Dr. Shitalkini, we had to, of course, explore love in the age of coronavirus. Why does quarantine bring out the worst in us and why we need to rethink everything we know about relationships in order to survive these difficult times? Yes, I said survive. And here's a hint, it has a lot to do with changing your expectations. That's all coming up in this hour of Life Beats on Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. 95. This is Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. People who would normally be in a loving relationship are starting to feel the cabin fever as we're all now spending all day every day in the same space as our significant other, as well as our children. This has proved incredibly challenging for couples and families as the stress of lockdown, economic instability and schooling and working from home are proving draining. Dr. Sheetal Kini, clinical psychologist and couples therapist at Lighthouse Arabia, joined me for our monthly relationship masterclass earlier to talk about why quarantine brings out the worst in us. Dr. Sheetal, this is a really difficult time for so many people right now in the UAE, in other countries. We're going through lockdown. And, you know, a lot of us are thinking we want to get closer to each other. But is there such a thing as being too close? Yes, that's a great question. Um, it, It is a great time to finally, you know, make space for each other and time for each other because normally in our day-to-day, we don't have that luxury. Um, However, yes, there is such a thing as being too close. Primarily, if you think about the aspect of boundaries, any relationship that is functional is so because it has healthy boundaries. But at a time like this where work and home and school and like social life, everything is all happening in the same space. It's really hard to understand where that line is, Um, whether it is about children understanding that mom and dad are not available for me all the time because they might be working, Um, or husband and wife um, feeling like, well, there's nothing to really share about your day because you were in front of me. So I don't really need to talk to you at the end of the day. I know what your day was like. you know, to really not having any personal space anymore because you're in each other's space all the time. I think that the topic of boundaries is really, really important. And um, because of lack of established boundaries and clarity of roles and um, how your day-to-day is going to go, that can feel, you know, quite overwhelming and sometimes even um, not as pleasant as you would have expected it to be, to be so close to your family all the time. It's so interesting because, you know, a lot of us started out 
this situation with really high and very rosy expectations, thinking, mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to do this with my husband or, you know, we're going to do this. We're going to spend more time together. We're going to cook more. We're going to be reading to each other and, and doing all these things and, and spending more time and movie marathons and whatever. But ha have we kind of like been looking at it all wrong as time goes on? Yeah. And in fact, I think we were talking about this earlier that it kind of brings the worst out in each other. And, and why is that? Um, I think, first of all, we really need to address the fact that this is very, very different um, from our day-to-day -day lives um, and different sort of in a difficult way. We are in a crisis mode. Obviously, it, it differs from person to person, but for some people, it's just the, the difficulty of having to stay at home and not having to leave. So those basic liberties are, are taken away from you. Um, for some people, it's the fact that their industry has been severely impacted um, by the, the coronavirus and, and the fact that, you know, some people have lost jobs or have had pay cuts or their work hours have tripled, uh, you know, because of this um, difficult time. And then there is the fact of people who ha who are parents and whose children are now um, learning at home and how they have to balance their full-time job alongside being full-time teachers. So um, we really need to, as much as we are grateful for the fact that, you know, we are safe and we have a roof over our heads and, you know, we have enough food, um, but we, we do need to also recognize that this is hard. This is, you know, something that we've never experienced in our lifetimes. Um, and we need to have a, um, you know, a code of sort of, we need to have rules of engagement. We need to know how we're going to, to tackle this. But first and foremost, we need to start by really checking in with each other. So um, I would say that, you know, if it's just a couple, um, start with asking, you know, how is this going for you, really? You know, is this impacting your work? How is it impacting your work? Is this impacting your sense of safety? How worried are you about getting this virus? What are your concerns about our children right now? Um, how do you, like, just kind of make some space to check in and see, really, let's not take for granted that we're on the same page about this, because one person might be more paranoid about getting the virus than the other person. One person may have um, a much harder time at work, but just never shares. So the other spouse is unaware. So these kind of things, you need to really check in before you can set expectations and rules of engagement. You need to find out how is this other person doing? Um, and what is your starting point during this pandemic? Coming up next, we talk how to juggle it all between schooling, work and brand new routines. Plus, how do you make sure that you get your space, even if you do not live in a large home? All of that and more is coming up here on Life Beats. Pulse 95. 95. This is Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. Welcome back to Life Beats and the Relationships Masterclass with Dr. Sheetal Kini. We are talking love in lockdown. How do you make sure that you get what you need and that you get your space, even if you do not live in a large home? The pressure of kids in the mix is also a yes. really difficult one too, because it doesn't matter who you are, quite frankly, at the moment. 
I think mm-hmm. Victoria Beckham was saying that we're being asked to do something that is humanly impossible as women because mm-hmm. you're expected <laughs> to parent your kids. You're expected right. to continue working. You're expected to help them with homeschooling. Um, you know, there are so many different things going on and within one space, it's like, you know, between kids, you know, not maybe sticking to their online learning classes, yes. <laughs> having to adjust them to a new routine, following up with what's going on at school. I mean, and then because you're at home, your kids think, oh, you know, mom's at home. I can get hugs and I need more hugs. And because they're going through their own anxieties about what's going mm-hmm. on. And then it's like mm-hmm. you get anxious because you're supposed to still be working and you're trying to adjust to a whole new way of working. It's like, so how, how do we get kind of through all of that? Yeah. So first of all, all the people in the family are going through something. And it is important to have compassion for them, but most importantly, yourself. So as you're going to navigate this, you really need to kind of, you know, if you've never done this before, just try this, you know, use words like, this is hard, you know, I'm working, I'm working really hard and I'm trying my best, but I'm having a rough day or I'm having a rough time and it's okay that I'm having a rough time. It's okay that I'm not doing so well. Um, that is really important to be able to give to yourself um, and as well as the other people. And then secondly, um, it will be very, very important to first as the parents in the house. Um, this is actually with or without kids, but um, A, you sort of have a meeting in place, which is going to be sort of the what are we doing about this pandemic meeting, um, just the parents. And then if you have kids, of course, then you're going to call a family meeting. So before you do the family meeting, when it's just the adults, um, you need to kind of set the tone for how are we going to uh, maintain a sense of normalcy in our lives. And that is obviously, you know, the things that you normally do, you need to kind of almost do it even though it may not require you to do it. So for example, you know, say that normally your routine would have been you wake up, you work out or you um, shower, change, you know, a bit goodbye to your partner and leave. Um, Similarly now, same, you shower, change, get ready, work out, whatever it is. Um, And then bid goodbye to your partner. And that is kind of like sort of signaling that and you, you dress up in your work clothes um, and you sort of say, OK, now I'm going to be unavailable to you in terms of, you know, how it would have been had, had I been going to work. And um, that's how you're going to be as well. And imagine when parents are um, doing that, um, when when parents are kind of modeling that behavior, children will follow suit. But if, if parents are hanging around in their pajamas um, and kids are watching that as well, they're like, oh, right, it's like vacation mode. Um, and children don't want to get into their uniforms and children don't want to um, sort of tap into that school mode. And I think one of the hardest things is getting children to realize that school's still on and this is not vacation. So one is about that, about kind of modeling the sense of Nothing much, like, I mean, of course, a lot has changed, but this doesn't have to change. These things that we can still keep uh, quite normal. So establishing that's your workspace, this is my workspace, this is the children's workspace. Even if it is a small uh, space, it is important to kind of designate everyone to have their own separate workspace. Um, And then it is really important to write down all the chores 
um, that you may be expected to do. So at a time like this, um, people who have home help who live with them, that's great and that, that might still continue. But a lot of people who have um, maids and cooks and you know people who come in and out, that's been suspended. So a lot of the house chores um, has gone up and also the e-learning has gone up. So it's important that you kind of note down everything um, both partners and then do the assignments you know who's going to do what and and kind of say we're going to check in with each other once a week to see how this is going it's open to negotiation but this is what we think would work best now if both parties agree cool and once you've decided how things are going to run in this in this new environment that's when you call the family meeting and that's when you tell the children, that's when you check in with the kids and you ask them how they're doing and then tell them that this is what the family has decided. So it's kind of an open conversation, but at the same time, you're kind of laying down um, the rules and you're kind of saying that we're going to have a family meeting once a week and we're going to check in on how things are going. And, um, you know, we don't have to uh, have a significant shift in our life. It can still remain the same in many ways, but you're going to have to be firm about it because the children children are watching how you take it on and they're going to the model you even even if you don't want them to do you know what i mean exactly i mean you know this is the thing they're they are modeling everything that they see within us and we might be feeling you know anxious and stressed out normally we would have the space to be able to go somewhere and just you know breathe and then come back to a situation so how do we handle that stress now as adults? Because we don't want to be passing that stress onto our kids. Mm-hmm. So to some extent, I think it's okay for them to see you a bit nervous, a bit anxious. But if they see you that way, then you can show them how you cope with it. You can show them, oh, you know, when I feel nervous, I take a few minutes and I do this deep breathing. Or when I feel nervous, I make a list of all the things that I can do to help with that problem. So I think to um, to act like nothing at all is wrong, um, to some extent, may also feel unrealistic. Um, children obviously are looking for guidance and are looking for stability, absolutely. But um, as time passes by and as they can't be going out and playing with their friends and um, like when their own anxieties come up, um, it would be actually nice to model that behavior as well that, you know, it is normal to feel anxious. Um, I do too, you know, um, and then this is what I do when I get anxious. So it's okay to do that. But I think it would be also nice to establish safe spaces in the house for everyone. So for mom, dad, and the kids, mom's safe space is X and dad's safe space is Y. And, you know, Lena's safe space is A and, you know, Tommy's space is B. So kind of, especially if you don't have the luxury of, you know, large amounts of space, um, even in a small space to kind of say that, you know, when someone is in their safe space, they need to be left alone. That, that needs to be kind of dignified, that that, that is, you know, respected. They, yeah, they're respected. Exactly. They need to, um, they need to be respected in their space. And they just, they uh, just need that time out, like, you know, just yes. to encourage each other to, to give each other that space. Coming up next on the Relationships Masterclass, why we need to be resetting our expectations to make sure we get through this all. That's next here on Life Beats on Pulse95. Pulse95. 95. 95. This 
is Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. It's love in the age of lockdown. I'm speaking to Dr. Sheetal Kini for our monthly relationships masterclass. And here she tells me why we need to be resetting our expectations and how we need to be finding that safe space that keeps things normal for us. People are getting creative. I mean, people, uh, one of my clients who um, would love to drive um, whenever she would get, you know, a bit overwhelmed. Um, Now we can't necessarily do that, but she just goes and sits in her car, turns on the radio and, you know, just kind of, it's, it's like it's become her safe space now. So she just takes 10 minutes in her car away from everything. And um, that's her recharge. So really getting creative about what could qualify as your safe space. Um, and then definitely communicating that with your family. Because that's the thing where, you know, it's interesting that you say, you know, she loves to drive. So she went back into her car. You know, that's that's us trying to hold on to something that felt normal before that, exactly. that that normalcy. So I guess whatever you can hold on to that you still have from before. Exactly, exactly. Because the thing is that already there's so many uncertainties and so many unknowns. So whatever is a known, why not capitalize on that? You know, um, we, we tend to be a little bit black and white about things. So, hey, if I'm not going to go to work and if I'm not going to like do my whole routine, then why do any of it? But why should it be like that, you know? Mm. Yeah, maybe you can go out and you can be doing this, but that doesn't mean you have to stay in your pajamas all day and not showering. And, you know, um, we, we tend to be a bit black and white. So as much as you can hold on to your routine from before, um, the better. And then coming to expectations as well. I think that, you know, um, you see a lot on social media. And I think that is super important to mention here. Um People posting things on their Facebook or their Instagram um, about how they're, um, you know, using this time to be creative and, um, you know, either be cooking really wonderful things or uh, playing with their children or making uh, artifacts or, you know, um, and it's really important to know that not everyone is in the same boat. There's some people who are actually experiencing layoffs or who are um, underworking right now because there's not a lot of work to do. They have the free time, so they're, they're doing um, interesting, fun things. Um, but then there are some people who have a lot of work on their plate and they don't have time to be doing creative things. It's not a must. You know, it's not that, oh, why am I not? I'm supposed to be doing date night. Look at this XYZ couple that, you know, they had such a creative idea and what am I doing and why am I not doing it exactly the way they are? So this this media comparison is, is really important to keep in mind that everyone has a you know, a different story. I think I'm I'm looking at different social media to the to everybody else <laughs> because I'm seeing people just getting very real about it. This is one of my favorite tweets that I found. Uh, where this guy says, I love my wife with all my heart. She is my soulmate and my best friend. There is not a day where I am not grateful for everything which brought us together. We are mere hours into the weekend, and I'm convinced if we get quarantined together, we are going to kill each other. Now, that was a week ago when that was posted. But just people are getting very honest. You know, Kristen Bell, uh, you know, a lot of parents will know 
that she voices Anna in Frozen, right? Her and her husband, yeah. Dax Shepard. They're just like, they had to do uh, a video interview, a Zoom interview, and they're just like, we're going to kill each other. Like, <laughs> you know, people who, nobody's yeah. perfect. Let's just put that out there. One million percent lockdown and quarantine can bring out the worst in us. <laughs> absolutely absolutely because the thing is that all the things that normally keep us sane so if you think about being outdoors or seeing our friends or um, work in our environment that we we prefer and we feel energized by um, going out to um, cinema or you know doing fun things outside like Everything that we normally depend on to stay sane, a lot of it is um, not available to us right now. So as it is, we might be grumpier. We might be more on edge. So you take that. You take your starting point, whereas you're grumpy and you're on edge. Mm. And then you take old patterns, old problems that may have already been there, which maybe, you know, you've kind of put aside because, you know, life's okay. So why dig into the old stuff and just let's pretend like that's not a problem anymore so you take a couple where they're grumpy they're on edge they have the history and they have the, the baggage that's already kind of sitting under the surface and then you add more stressors like the kids who are at home and who need your attention and the chores that are not being done and the work that's also being stressful right now so you're really kind of it's like the perfect storm Mm. Mm -mm. you're obviously going to get into fights you're obviously going to you know bite each other's heads off and this is exactly why um being realistic about you know where where's my starting point just kind of giving your person a heads up i am and you know by the way you might start by saying you know what i'm cool this was my husband i'm fine everything's good one week into it okay you know what i think i'm on edge <laughs> and I said to him, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> right, right. We, well, like a lot of us now are going, okay, wait, if this has to go on much longer, I'm not sure how I'm going to handle it. What are your relationship goals right now? Dr. Sheetal tells us maybe it should be just to survive this thing. More to come next here on Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. It's our monthly relationships masterclass with Dr. Sheet Alkini with a difference. We are talking love in the age of coronavirus when we are all in lockdown and in each other's faces. How do we get through it? How do we make sure that our relationships get through it? not just with our spouses, but with our kids as well. Now, with the 24-hour news cycle around coronavirus, have you thought about how that can actually influence your relationship? Dr. Sheetal Keeney tells us more and she gives us her tips on how to manage this difficult time with your family. So um, particularly for those people who have children, um, I find that most of my couples would only get time together when the kids would go to sleep. Now, the issue is a lot of children are using this as time as vacation and are not going to bed at the time that they normally would. And um, this is a big issue because then, you know, couples are not really getting their time. So you need to protect your time. Um, you need to have discipline around 
whatever the rules of the home are during regular hours, that's how it should be with the kids even during this time. So make sure they go to bed. Um, and then when it comes to your time together, as I mentioned earlier, make it an effort to not be interacting during the day unless necessary. You know, so it doesn't feel like you're in each other's space all the time or that, you know, I've I've kind of seen you all day now. I'm just going to do my own thing. Be sure to um, create those boundaries during the daytime and actually talk about how do we want to connect during this time? What are our preferences? Um, maybe normally we would be watching a show together, but at this time, watching TV doesn't really feel as appealing when you're at home all day. Maybe I would like for us to play a game together, or maybe I would like for us to do a workout together. So actually have this conversation about how do you want to connect? And, you know, maybe what we normally do isn't going to stay, you know, kind of work out for us. One more thing that needs to be thought about is what is our individual time and what is our common time? So just because we are in the same space, does it mean that, you know, well, when evening comes around, I, I assume that you're going to be sitting with me and talking to me and watching TV with me. Um, don't make that assumption because, you know, what if one person actually thought, oh, I, I was going to catch up with my friends on Zoom. So, you know, everything is kind of mixed up at this time. So really having a chat about what days of the week are we going to expect to spend time together? How often are we expecting to spend time together? Um, when we are going to be doing Zoom calls with our friends and family, are we expecting each other to be in those calls? Um, are we going to have those calls in separate rooms where we're not going to be, you know, disturbing what the other person is doing? Um, so... Um, the other thing is also, um, sorry, I'm just like kind of uh, throwing the one at, one after the other at you. Please. Um, the other thing is the amount of exposure to news in the apartment or the house. So um, there are some couples I find that because one person is, you know, has the TV on to news all day long. Um, the other person is, you know, avoiding them because they are extremely anxious about and they're not able to actually switch off and even be in a um, lovey or romantic state of mind. So, um, and there are people who don't even realize that they're avoiding each other for these reasons. Um, so really important that you talk about um, or even kind of negotiate on this. I've, I've had a couple negotiate on this about, you know, there's going to be one hour of news a day. Okay. That's going to be um, the amount of, if it's, if it's, being on TV or somewhere where everyone can hear it. Um, and there's going to be one hour of discussion about COVID. And then after that, there won't be any mention of the virus. And oh my God, the number of uh, cases that have been reported in the world and really trying to limit the conversation about COVID in the house. And just, that makes sense. And just think about, you know, what you have and what you can control because none of us can control what's happening outside, but we can control it, where we are. Exactly. So really kind of being quite um, disciplined about it, that we will, we will talk about it because, you know, at the same time, like your partner is your friend and you do want to um, be able to talk about these things, but you don't want it to take over your whole life um, and your whole, you know, the next few months. Um, and then the biggest thing is, and this is not the time 
for goals in relationship this is not the time for we're going to use this to improve our relationship we're going to use this to improve our relationship with our kids i mean in some circumstances maybe you might be lucky that that is the case but from most of what i'm seeing it's all about maintenance it's all about preventing deterioration at this point so if i had to recap it first of all know your starting points and have compassion for each other's starting points um it's okay that you are in a heart like you're you're finding yourself in a harder place than your partner or vice versa it's okay to have different starting points um secondly know what each of you is responsible for um have that meeting and check in with each other every week to see how you're managing it um have that family meeting set the expectations for your children as well um give yourself compassion for the fact that by the way you don't have to um your children don't have to excel right now i think i, I forgot to mention that earlier that your children's grades at this point and you know they're learning even if it slips a little bit you know it's not going to end their academic career it's okay because literally the entire world is going through the same thing it's not like exactly. they're going to be held accountable exactly. for this and this can be exceptionally hard on high achieving children by the mm. way yes um you know who are used to the a pluses and who are used to the like good learning environment um and so parents can find themselves being pulled please let that go let the perfectionism go whether it is in your expectations of your partner or if it is in the expectations of your children yes um you know um let let it be um kind of maintenance as opposed to uh, growth at this time i mean you will grow <laughs> emotionally after this experience is done absolutely you will you will learn how perseverant and how um resilient you can be in a time like this but the pressure needs to be off um it is still important to protect your personal time and your personal space have your personal space in the house um even if it is a very tiny one find a way to model um anxiety being tackled um if you do experience it don't you do not have to hide it from your children all the time um or your partner um and with your partner still try to do things that are fun and that are um you know connecting you once or twice a week just because you're at home all the time doesn't mean that you're going to be spending all of your time together that expectation needs to be taken away um you set the set the rule from the rules of engagement right from the start that you know how much do i expect to spend time with you this week are we doing something on the weekend are we doing something in the week just like you would you know otherwise um and then whenever you are spending your time together then fully be there you know no phones no distractions no covid um limit that content as much as possible 100% so basically what you're saying is if we have expectations of just surviving this thing and not killing each other by the end of it that will be <laughs> good enough and quite that, frankly dr shintel will be good enough <laughs> um as much as possible though know that 
um you can keep keep having these conversations keep that door open um do not be under the the myth or the misconception that if we just ignore this if we just pretend like everything is normal then everything will be normal uh there's a balance to strike between everything is not normal but we're going to try and keep the semblance of normality in as many aspects of our life as possible i love it so much if this goes on much longer we we're, we're going to have a very different relationships masterclass evolving here on the life things <laughs> with dr shital kini thank you so much Of course, of course. It was my pleasure. Um and you know, we're all in this together, psychologists, not psychologists, you know, we all experience the same difficulties. So, it's we're only human. Exactly. Everybody's going through it. It doesn't matter who you are right now. Everybody's in the same boat and the same situation and Absolutely. Yeah, reach out as well if you need help. Yes, exactly. That's you a have big so one. many channels of support now. absolutely and you know psychologists are giving consultations online this is what you're doing over the phone mm-hmm. so if mm-hmm. you really are struggling you should always reach out and beyond that absolutely. just please stay safe and please stay home that's it from us here on life beats join us again tomorrow from 10 a.m. but we're going to leave you with the incredible with the soulful with the timeless bill with us and here we're wishing you and your loved ones a lovely day this is pulse 95 tune in live every weekday from 10am